Welcome again to another episode of Hey Doc. It's funny how how wrong we do things sometimes. Last week we we wrapped up an FMF Academy, and it was a different unit who was hosting it. But I sent instructors to go teach certain sections um, to those students. But the one thing that was different this time was the student body wasn't uh, made up of a bunch of uh, lower enlisted. It had anyone from E3 to a command senior chief of the unit who was hosting the academy. So that made that, it made the dynamic different. Well, long story short, one of my instructors got some bad critiques. And the critiques were negative on how he taught. So it made me think, have we ever taught this guy how to formally teach a lesson which is derived from the Navy instructor manual? You ever been walking through the Navy exchange and wonder why all the Naval Pride and Heritage gear is horrifically ugly and you wouldn't actually wear it? Have you ever wanted some really cool gear and you just don't know where to go? Well, I got you, fam. Go to dgutsapparel.com immediately. Get yourself some Naval Pride and Heritage gear you'll actually wear in public. Uh, We're working on new designs all the time, open to ideas. We're trying to create a brand that uh, lets you display that pride, but doesn't make you cringe. Uh, also, if you're willing to and you're able to, please go to patreon.com slash podcast, pick one of the five tiers, and become a patron today. Let's get into it. Okay, so I, I did get critiques from multiple my, my instructors. Half of them were bad, half of them were good, which isn't which isn't a good statistic. Uh, two two of my instructors were were praised and said, "Hey, they did really good," and they're probably gonna be asked to come back and get more involved. The other two, one of them was told, or one of the critiques were, they don't know what they're talking about, and that's probably one of the worst critiques you can get as an instructor because the the biggest fear as an instructor is not knowing what you're talking about and then being exposed by the student populace that you don't know what you're talking about but that depends that depends on the audience that's in the room if you have lower enlisted or if you have junior people it doesn't matter what rank they are if you have people that genuinely don't know the material and you and you speak on it they may not tell that they may not be able to tell that you don't know what you're talking about. And even if they think you don't know what you're talking about, they may not say anything. But when you have like a multiple chiefs, a senior chief, and a command senior chief, they're gonna say something if they if they see that you don't know what you're talking about, because what you're providing as an instructor to the other students, or to all the students, is a bad product if you're giving out information that's not right or they can tell that you don't know what you're talking about because it it, it creates uh, distrust or a, or lack of confidence in the material that you bring to the table now the guy that I'm talking about specifically got critiqued saying that he gave out bad information that his lecture was really dry and then one other critique that I can't really remember off the top of my head okay well those two are something that you can you can fix. Giving out bad information, that's a 
that's a lack of preparation. And the the dryness, which it depends on the topic, it, and it, and that was a that was mainly why his his lecture was dry. So I don't really I don't really fault him at that. But giving out bad information, okay, that's that's pretty bad because that means that he probably knew he was giving out bad information, but still, you know, shot that out there. Even worse is if he didn't know he was giving out bad information and then just sent it anyway. But that leads me back to what I said in the beginning. Has he ever been taught how to teach? And it's funny, as Corman, and I think it's specifically to the Corman rate, we teach a lot because we have a lot of certifications that we, we, we have to have and can optionally have as well. And just about every, every command is going to have a program where you have people who are, are instructors of that program. And I know, and I only know of one program that forces the people who want to be instructors to take a test and teach lessons at the class to become an instructor. That's great. That's what every program should have if there's a instructor aspect to it. The problem we're having is people are, are getting involved with a program and just teaching teaching content that they think is the right way to teach. But the Navy has a whole manual on how to teach in a formal setting. And it talks about how to even critique people in a formal setting or in a formal way. It goes in the theory behind teaching and it goes into the techniques and how to teach. It lays it, I mean, as, as detailed as possible. It lays it all out there for you. And we're not teaching our guys how to do this. So this the, the point of this podcast, this episode is a leadership failure. And I'm seeing it, I'm seeing it pretty widely across the board. How can I ask one of my guys to go teach something? And I haven't taught them how to teach that. Because if you, if you have been formally trained on how to teach, you're giving the student a much better product. And you're, you're, you're going to be a more, and you're going to be a much more efficient and effective instructor. If you're just going out there and teaching and you've never been taught and you, ne- and you don't get critiques on the negative things that you're doing, because we all have areas that we can improve on when we're instructing. I even taught at the same class uh, that, that the other instructors I had teach at as well. And I did a pretty bad job. I prepped. I had my notes. I, I, I went through. I, 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 did a, I did many dry runs. But I still ended up not doing well because I walked into a room that I thought was going to be a lot of junior people. But I walked into a room that had junior all the way up to a command senior chief. Well, that changed, that changed my approach. Now I got to teach to a much broader, uh, I had to teach to a much broader spectrum of students. That makes things difficult. Uh, when you had one idea in your head and you walk in and you have to adapt on the spot. But if you do this a lot, then you're able to adapt and, and do and do just fine. And and they're not going to be able to tell that you had to change things up. Now, I only look at it this way because when I went to career counseling school, I had to be, they, they went through a lesson on how to teach and they went through the basics. 
I'm not saying I went through an instructor school. I'm not a formal instructor. I don't have the NEC. I have, I have had a, a quick and dirty lecture on how to teach and I had to do a presentation to show that I know how to teach. And I was graded by the instructors of that course and I was critiqued by the peers, the students in that class that were students with me. And that's a big deal when you've never done it because they taught us how how to have the right posture, how to what words to say, how to ask questions in a in a lecture, the thing how to not ask questions things to do and things not to do. They went through all that. And then we had to create our own PowerPoints and teach and we had to meet certain wickets uh, in the class. We had to, you know, we had to meet a time frame. And if you didn't, if you didn't meet that time frame, or you went over the time frame, not just going under, you're you going to fail that, that less or that you're going to fail that test, which was a presentation. They counted how many pause words you had. And at the end of the class, they also told us three things that we did good, three things that we did bad. And that, that, those were the students that you were teaching to. But that experience stuck with me so much that I'm really passionate that, that we, we keep doing that kind of thing to the people at the end user. But going through that experience it made me realize that we should be teaching that or have have people at our commands go through that same experience if they're teaching stuff. So people that are in programs that require BLS, Teacher will see, FMF, um, and then all the people that do the FY and CY trainings and they're teaching their topics. Those people need to go through some type of critique in how they teach their program or their topics and improve. Because if you've never been taught, I'm telling you right now, you're not doing it right. And if you, I mean, you can, even in, in, in the manual, it goes on about how instructing is an art, but also a science. And what it means by that is it's a science because there's a structured way to teach a lesson. And the Navy uh, outlines it pretty good in the manual. And then it's a art because some people are going to be better at teaching than others. The art is how effective you are at teaching. The science is just the framework on how you teach a lesson. So anybody can learn the science, but not everyone's going to have tip top or not everyone's going to be a great artist in instructing. That makes sense to me. I hope I am portraying that correctly. And then there's three characteristics that the manual talks about every instructor should have. Ability, personality, knowledge. The ability, it talks about leadership and then the instructional instructional ability that you have in teaching lessons. The personality is how well you engage with with the audience and not being dry like my, the one guy I had who taught. And then the knowledge is being like a subject matter expert in that field. From my experience, just because you know something very well doesn't mean you're going to be able to teach it very well. I suggest everyone should go read the manual if they're in some type of instructor capacity, even if it's very informal or if it's formal. If it's formal, then you've probably been through the course, but for the people that haven't, reading this manual is very good. But in my experience, you need to have, and you don't have to be taught. If you do read this manual, it'll tell you exactly what you need to do. 
there's a big difference between someone who knows the framework on how to how to instruct and then those who are teaching just because they know the the information a lot of my instructors including myself sometimes we teach topics just because we we know those those topics very well so you can consider us a subject matter expert now that is fun, something fundamental that you should be when teaching a subject but if you if you have the knowledge but you don't have the ability you're not going to be teaching that very well if you have the knowledge but you're not very personal or able to engage with your audience you're not going to be able to teach it very well so that's just one aspect being knowing the subject is just one aspect on being an effective and efficient instructor that's about as good a reason to read the manual and get caught up and educated on how to do formal instructing in my book at least so what do I do I have people who are going there and doing well okay good I recognize that I gave them credit I told them hey hey I heard it I told them hey I heard great things about how you instructed keep it up you're doing great cool we you have to acknowledge you have to recognize your sailors when they do good things but what about the bad those who got had bad critiques you have to address that as well but you can't just go tell them hey I was told that you did bad Okay, well, that's that's cool. If someone tells me I'm doing bad, what are you going to do about it? How how do I improve? And so, as a leader, you you need to you got to figure out a way to help them. So what I did was I had them do the same experience that I went through in, in the CC course when I had to do a presentation in front of my peers. It, and 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 the peers were students. So, but the students were everybody from E five to E eight. So here's the, here's, here's the things I did for him. One, I gave him the manual. I told him, read this over the weekend. Two, I'm going to teach you what you read in the manual and how it applies. Three, you're going to draft up a PowerPoint and you're going to give a presentation on Tuesday next week to people who are higher than you at the equal level and people who are below you. And you're going to teach a certain chapter in the FMF book because I think you should be, you should know it very well and you're considered a subject matter expert in that chapter so that's what we did Tuesday this week he came in and he did his presentation it was night and day his presentation was just about flawless he took what we he took the resources I gave him and he took the and he took the uh, and he took the points that I gave him and how it applies and he did it textbook but at the end of that we had all three there's three people that critiqued him all three of us gave our critiques this is where the change happens okay he just so he 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 overcame that nervous thing that you have to do which is a presentation then he has to go stand in front of us and we all give our honest critique closed door that stays in this room we're going to give you this honest critique because we care about you and we want you to improve so we tell him all the good things he did which there are a lot uh the way he created the powerpoint was great uh the way he talked was very professional but we also told him about the the, the critiques the bad things and they weren't even bad we we're we we're, we we're being very nitpicky some of the things that he was doing which are very uh which are red flags, big no-nos. He was shotgunning questions to us. Okay, well, you can't just, when you teach something 
and you shotgun somebody. And when I mean by shotgun, I mean you're teaching a lesson and you go, hey, HM2 so-and-so, what is this? Or you ask them a question about something you just went over in the PowerPoint. Well, if they weren't paying attention, they're not gonna they're not gonna answer the question because if you're teaching something if you're teaching something to somebody, you have to assume that they are there because they don't know that information. So earlier when I said that there's ways to ask questions, but ways not to. Uh, he did the wrong way, even in the the second presentation. So we critiqued him on that, and we told him, "Hey, next time, what you do is you say who, what, when, where." ask your question, and then wait and at, and let someone raise their hand and you call on them. In the manual, it talks about that. It's called the Apple Technique. And the Apple Technique is ask, pause, pick, listen, acknowledge, and emphasize. Now, that's something he did really well. He did ask us a question. He gave us ample time to, to answer it, even if it was that awkward silence in a, in a lecture. He messed up by picking me on the front end and not, in, not after asking a question. But when he when I gave my answer or when we all gave our answers, because he called on all of us in his lecture, he would acknowledge that we were right or not right. And then he would expand or he would explain how we were right or what the right answer was. So that was good. It's just funny that, you know, why am I teaching an E5 seasoned HM2 this concept? In the current reading, we have people start teaching at the E4 level. This should be 101. This instructor course should be like a week or two weeks long, and everyone should be indoctrinated into how to teach formally. We shouldn't be having to teach someone that's been in for 9, 10 years. He's probably been teaching for 5 plus years, certain topics or whatever programs. And I'm just now teaching him what Apple technique is, means how to properly set up a PowerPoint to deliver a topic well, how to talk in front of people, how how certain gestures is distracting, how certain pause words are very distracting. Because if you're not, if you're being distracting, or if you're distracting to the students, they're not going to be able to retain the information. If you're shotgunning students in a class, they're going to be scared to even be in your class. You have to be in, be engaging. You have to be inviting. And he's not just, he's not an exception. There's so many people. I, I'm in the same boat. I'd never been taught how to formally instruct until I went to CCC school at eight years in the Navy. Well, that sucks. And it sucks because it's a leadership failure. I'm, I'm trying to fix that, right? By one, one, one person at a time and getting multiple people, multiple people involved in this process because this is just a good process to go through having someone to go through something that's hard that's nerve that makes you nervous and overcoming it just like quarter boards just like anything else it, it's for a good reason but it's it's nervous it, it's a nerve-wracking um, situation so what i do now he did he did his presentation he did good well that's not the end of it he just he just uh selected himself as teaching that topic at the next FMF Academy because he did so good and I liked the way his PowerPoint uh, laid out the information. That's a win. So the next thing I told him to do was go find two more people and do the same thing I did to him. Teach them, show them the way, show them how it applies, 
and set them a date to do a presentation. And I'll invite the rest of our FMF coordinators to grade them and critique them. And it's going to be not fun for them. It's not going to be easy for them because it's not supposed to be. Now, that's what happened. But the moral of the story was we should be doing this way early on as leaders. I, I'm willing to bet that a bunch of leaders haven't even been formally taught how to instruct. Every rate teaches. Everybody in the Navy teaches. That's how we learn in the Navy. We, we, we learn it, we, we master it, and we teach it. And a lot of times that informal teaching is fine. And it goes on forever and, and nothing bad ever happens. And I'm not saying what we're doing is bad. I'm saying we could be 10 times better. We can be giving our students or our audience a better product, a more engaging presentation. There's something about having to go through something hard. Once you're on the back end of that hard thing, whatever you did, you grow as a person and you grow confidence. So there's there's multiple multiple uh, benefits by by having people do something like this. And, and have to go through this experience. And I encourage anybody who's listening to first educate yourself on how to teach, but also have your peers and critique you on your presentation and then start teaching other people how to do it. Because if we, if we all put p- pitch in, then a lot more people are going to be trained on how to be an instructor. And you don't have to go through an instructor school to, to, to learn the content. All right. I hopefully, Hopefully I, I portrayed this correctly or the way I wanted it and hopefully you learned something or maybe maybe I pointed you in the right direction. And I guess the only way to conclude this is to tell you to go read the manual. It'll help you. Peace out.